and welcome to Hope Talk and this is Rosa and today's guest is Judy Taylor and I have been wanting to connect with Judy for so long and today is the day. One thing that we have in common is that we both have experienced um, loss, death and also the process of grief and this is I'm going to say our life niche and how we use our personal experience to be able to connect with other people and offer them hope and also to let them know that they're not alone so welcome Judy love to hear your story lovely to be here with you Uh, we've connected in so many different ways on social media but to actually be doing it this way on zoom another new adventure that I haven't done much of but uh, looking forward to it so am I so am I so first of all Judy for those who are watching I've just given a little bit of our background one thing that we have in common what would you like to share about your personal self to other people oh I guess, Rosa, I share a lot about myself on social media and uh, I feel it's really important uh, for us to embrace the whole person. I've, uh, I guess, you know, I'm in my mid-60s now and what, one of the things I've learned through life is that uh, it's important to ask, acknowledge every different aspect of us. We so often have um, and I think we grow up with that in our society of being happy or being this or being that and what I really aim to be in my life is to be me so when I'm happy I'm happy and when I'm sad I'm sad and I don't judge those feelings or I guess sometimes I do but I've really come to accept that it's okay to be sad it's okay to be too and uh, so often people push the feelings away that they don't want to feel. Whereas what I found in my life is when I acknowledge my feelings, whatever they are, I can process them and then I can make a choice how to respond to them. And if I give you a bit of an example, I think I'd look at what's happening in the world at the moment, which is uh, quite devastating for us all. Uh, I mean, where we are, we're in lockdown and uh, it's not an experience I particularly like. However, if I look at how I'm feeling about that and actually even write about my fears or my confusions or whether I agree with it or not, and I process those feelings rather than resisting them, on the other side of that, I come back to a space of peace. So I've purged it, I've vented in many ways. And once I've done that, then I can get back to meditating or going for a walk or doing whatever it is that helps center me. Whereas if I try and resist those feelings, they take over, they have the power. Does that and that's make the sense? key, yeah, that's the key what you just said, um, um, creating, Um, a space that you feel safe and just expressing no matter what it is you're expressing it's making sure that you are safe in that process because we are experiencing something that we obviously have not ever and this is the one thing that we all experiencing at the same time yes and that's the thing and really what we're experiencing i would say everyone is experiencing grief around this and a lot of people resist grief 
and this is this is the important thing about what's happening now. I don't know what's if it's happened to you as well, but you're finding more people are more aligned with who you are as an individual because of your your life flow, like the journey that you've experienced in the past. Because grief happens in so many levels, it doesn't necessarily mean the physical death of a loved one. It means also transitioning. Oh, most definitely, yeah. grief means transitioning and there's all different aspects of grief and I guess when someone very close to you dies the grief uh, that you experience then uh, there's no recipe for how you experience it it just takes you completely by surprise for me uh, the most profound grief was when my mum uh, died in 2011 one moment I was dancing with her on the dance floor she left the dance floor and had a massive stroke So it was so unexpected. And uh, whereas uh, other experiences I've had since then have been long for long, um, prolonged deaths or, you know, physical bodies falling apart of the people that have died, which is really a very different type of grief. But uh, there's so many different ways to grieve. And I guess to add to that, one of the things that I, uh, we grieve for the living. We grieve for broken relationships. We uh, grieve for loss of all sorts of different things. And it's something that people for so long haven't wanted to talk about or they touch on it for a moment and then get on with their life. Whereas I believe that if we acknowledge there's grief in all sorts of different experiences, then we actually, again, as I say, have a choice rather than reacting to them or growing something out of somebody else we can actually express it this is why i don't want anyone to feel that i'm smiling because i'm happy i'm smiling because this is such a taboo topic or community topic that people still avoid discussing and there are still few of us who openly discuss the transition between like mourning someone who's still living but possibly going through that stage of being unwell. So therefore you, um, you're preparing yourself for that loss, that death to come. So basically you're already grieving someone who's still alive. But then just like Judy mentioned, when someone's, when it's just a sudden death, that's a different type of grief already. So we've got from one extreme to the other, we've got someone who's still living and slowly, you know, going through that dying process because of illness or what have you. But then we've got the sudden death, the most unexpected of death, where you're here one minute and you're gone the next. And that's also a cliche that we use in life all the time, here one minute and gone the next. And in Judy's situation, and like mine, as Judy knows, it's exactly what happened. So it's addressing sudden grief. But I'd like to be able to discuss that sudden grief impact on another podcast because I feel that that can do with its own with its own time dealing with sudden I think we get so much Rosa on the, this yeah. subject really important there's yes. other grief too that go yes. as you say there's grief from sudden death there's uh, grief from prolonged death yes. and quite often too with death what is an after effect is quite often families fall apart That's right. and then within the families and so you may very often lose contact 
with uh, people yes. um, from your immediate family, extended family, and that's like a death, even though they haven't died. That's and actually that deep death, the extension yes. of that physical death. Instead of yes. unity, there's um, there's battles, there's wars, and that can actually bring you more grief mm. at times. Than the, than the person who has passed in your life because you're feeling as though, well, we should all be united. And this happens to everyone. I mean, no one is exempt from this. And I'm going to say it bluntly, everyone who's watching, it feels as though this has not happened to them. I'll actually suggest for them to stop and reflect. Reflect back for when you feel you've lost someone precious to you. And I'm not talking about a physical death. I'm talking about even uh, relationships of duty, as mentioned, could be a change of workplace. That is grief for someone who's actually dedicated their time in, yeah. in a career or in relationships and in the communities. That is grief altogether. So I feel that this is a, this is a topic that we may have to address over a few a few episodes judy because it's a massive topic and i'm certainly not afraid to discuss um this at all and i know you're not either judy because judy is a writer as well judy expresses um the you want to talk about the process or anything that's related to to loss death and grieving so judy would you like just to share a little bit of what you actually write about and how you come how you actually express the ideas that you that you actually then transform into words yeah well rosa i guess my two books came out of my mum's sudden death and really uh because it was so sudden and unexpected and because of estrangement also within the family and very different opinions on uh i guess what her sudden death meant to each one individually and everything I started writing in little notepads and serviettes, whatever was around, little booklets from the moment she had her stroke because they actually kept her alive for two weeks on uh, life support. And for me, Mum and I talked a lot about spirituality and uh, a lot of different experiences in her life and it's different and some people in the family believed in those things and some didn't. But for me, when she had her massive stroke and she was lying in the hospital and she only had a little bit of movement in her left arm, for me it felt like she'd already left her body. So it felt like she'd left her body and uh, she was only being kept alive by the life support which as soon as they turned it off two weeks later um she stopped breathing within a few her heartbeat stopped so in those first 24 hours or so um at first we sat in the hospital overnight while they um she had a bleed on the brain and they drained it and they said whatever she got in the first 24 to 48 hours was the most we could hope for so um in the early hours of the morning after they'd operated, I went home with my husband and I walked into my house and into my bedroom and I just went, oh my God, she's everywhere. I can feel her. And it was just such a profound experience for me, even talking about it, I can feel it. And it was like, whoa. 
So I started writing about what I was feeling, what I was experiencing. And uh, as I wrote, I was having all sorts of different experiences. I was having experiences of she's with me wherever I go. And I was having other experiences. I want my mummy and I want her now and I don't care about spirituality. I don't care about impermanence. So I was writing about it. And I was writing about it for me it, because that's one of the ways I express myself. What was quite profound over the first six months was the more I wrote, I started reading things to people and the responses from them was amazing. And it really touched me. But there was one person in particular who uh, hadn't spoken to her mother for quite some time and um, she was talking to me how frustrated she was with her and all those things and I was listening to her and um, she was also listening to me about how I was feeling and I said can I share a couple of things I've written and I wrote read one very uplifting piece from about eight weeks after my mum died that's in my book about sitting out the front in the front yard with a cup of tea and I just felt my mum's presence so strongly, so I was chatting to her. And uh, as I was chatting to her, it was very powerful. So I wrote down about this experience. Then about six months, well, the other piece I read was about six months later, where I'd had shocking back pain. It would not go away. I'd, and chiropractors, physios, massage, nothing was helping. And I was actually sitting about where I am now in the lounge room, and I sat there and I said, why can't I get rid of this pain? And I started sobbing uncontrollably. And I started writing, I want my mum, I don't care about this, I don't care about that, I want my mum, I want my mum. And I just kept writing, you know, she's dead and she doesn't feel dead to me. And I purged it. By the time I'd finished writing, my back pain had gone. Yeah. So I was having these experiences what happened to this friend was after I read those two very different pieces, she said, I'm going to go and visit my mum. And my husband and I both went, wow. And, said, you and that's it. Out. And this yeah. is what you do. And you, as in those who are also watching as well, who have experienced something at some a loss that's so profound that you can't even express it because sometimes there's no words i'm talking about sometimes there's quietness sometimes there's there's blabbling like we can just brabble can we we can just go on about it but then no one really exactly and no one can truly understand what we're talking about but then when you find that there's a community that of those who do understand it doesn't matter what we say what language we use even if we don't speak, our body language actually tells our story. And yeah. I'm just here to let everyone know that it is okay for you to grieve. It doesn't matter what you're grieving. And time, I guess time is the only factor here because there really is no time. And even though we've got rules and, you know, we need to go through certain aspects of so many phases, they only give you like, if you're feeling this way for more than three, four weeks, well, then you need more help. I understand that. But also you need to remember too, you as the person, the individual who's experiencing that moment, you won't ever be experiencing the same emotions and process as the other person has who has lost that same person. And that's yeah. what's something that we need to talk more about how everyone, like you said, it affects everyone around you. 
even that they've experienced a lot different yeah but um i really love this judy and i really feel that we need to do um another another episode oh like we could do we can do many and this is really just to introduce to people that i have my friend judy who we've been communicating for such a long time on social media because we are in um, in the same groups and we both understand each other and i'm really happy that we've actually connected via video together so we've united to be able to bring a safe place for everyone else who's watching this is also valid for those who have not lost anyone physically lost anyone yet but who knows yeah. someone who has it's a way of understanding judy and it's very much about giving people permission to feel yes. some of the things that you know when we share stories it's amazing when i first uh, started up facebook and i didn't even understand how to work facebook at the time again i do it very intuitively now yeah. but i remember one of um in the early days a lady came onto my facebook page she'd um managed to get a copy of my book and she said my mother died 30 years ago and she said i never grieved until i read your book and i'm like whoa yep. but she, she didn't have that permission to feel and you know when you talk about we need to talk about grief out there in the world walking around so often people put on that happy face i was walking one day home from the shops and that morning i was actually this is about a year and a half ago and my father died um, just over a year ago and his was a long prolonged death and uh, my relationship with my father was very different to the one i had with my mother so I um I struggled a lot with that relationship so I'd actually done some writing that morning venting about how I was feeling about the situation so I wasn't in a really happy space in the morning when I woke up and I wrote through my pain and then I went for a walk up to buy some things up the shop and I'm walking home this lady with one of those walkers was walking on the other side of the road and she looked across at me and said Oh that's such a happy smile and I said oh well, thank you I said this morning I wasn't feeling so happy and uh now I'm feeling happy because I actually expressed my pain and she said oh what about and I told her a little bit about it the amazing thing that happened from me being honest was then she opened up she was in her late 80s her husband had recently died it was only her and her husband because she'd never had children and then she told me about the six miscarriages she had and how she could never talk about them so here was a woman who was in her late 80s who'd wanted to have children had never had children and had miscarried six times opening up about her children that she lost and that's it and, and there's your grief permission yes. to grieve and and that smile that you just mentioned and we're both having this smile now as I mentioned earlier we've got a smile not because yes. we're like happy and joyous we're happy because we feel free yes we feel free to yes. express ourselves and that's something you find in here in your heart yes. but the only way to find it is to dive deep and see and what hurts. else is and that hurts yes. too doesn't it it really does oh. hurt Judy, I've really loved having you here and let's do more of this. Let's do that. Let's do that. And um formal to talk about grief. 
Yeah, this is what we're doing today. We just wanted to touch a little bit on some multiple little little topics because then we can actually give each topic and each part of these life life experiences justice and dedicating time to each one because I feel that yeah. it's very important. Judy, thank you so much. I'm going to share all the details in this video written where people can actually contact you and also where they can actually purchase your books and your page yes. that you have here on Facebook and you, and your and your website links because I've got a website yeah, and my books are sold internationally yeah. and uh, everything will be shared it's really because I'd love to be able to talk about your books too next time yes that'd be great we can do that thank you Judy Rosa never give up on hope as I say yes. Always believe it's there. Always. And, Always. you know, there's that little sparkle on the times when you feel like it's not. In fact, sometimes I think the times when you actually feel like there's no hope, there's right. always, always something, hope. whether it's a bud or a rosebud or something, that just gives you that little bit of hope, which then gives you another bit of hope. And, That's uh, right. Yeah. Love mm. it. Thank you and thank you. For everyone who's watching, thank you for joining us here in Hope Talk. This is the place where we share life experiences because I do believe that there is hope in everything that we do, even though at times it doesn't feel it like it is at that time. Thank you, Judy. Thank you to your family for, for supporting you through everything that you've gone through and your friends and your community. Thank you, Judy. We'll speak soon. Thanks, Rose. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Thank you.